Well, hallelujah, and thank you, Jesus. God has been so good to us. Thank you so much for joining us again tonight for our Bible study. I am very, very grateful for you, and I am excited about diving into the word for tonight. Let's pray. Father, we just bless your name. We honor you. You've been such an awesome God to us. We bow our heads, we close our eyes, and we recognize you have been an awesome God to us. We look at the chaos that's going on in our world. We look at the deception. We look at our leadership. We look at the uh, plotting and planning of the enemy all over the world. And we see, oh God, that we still have our confidence. We don't mind, oh God, being shaken sometime. So we'll know that we have a God that has the answer to every situation. God, we thank you that more may come into having faith in you through trials and tribulations. So we bless your name tonight, O God, and we thank you for being our Father. Amen, amen, and amen. Um, We're going to continue in the book, A Guide to Effective and Powerful Prayer, Becoming a Prayer Warrior by Elizabeth Elves. We are now on page on page 83, and at the bottom of page 83, it says, a time set apart for the Lord naturally develops into intimacy. When you set that time aside, this is your time with you and the Lord. Let me tell you something. You continue to do it, and you're going to find out that your relationships get stronger and stronger and stronger in the Lord. So, But it starts off with you setting that time. You have to set a time. And if you don't set a time, watch this. You can can develop a time by listening to the unction of the Holy Spirit. Sometimes, again, I don't set an alarm clock, but I find myself 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock. It may be any hour. And when that time hits, let me tell you, you will recognize that it is time for you to be with the Lord. Flip over to page 84. I cannot overemphasize the fact that the Holy Spirit never speaks to you contrary to the word. Please write it down if you don't if you don't have if you got a book. Holy Spirit's never contrary to the word. Never contrary to the word. If you got a book, highlight it. The Holy Spirit is never contrary to the word. The next section says testing the spoken word, testing the spoken word. At the top of page 84, under that bold print, and I'm going to highlight that in yellow. I got all the, um, I got all the headings. Where is my bold? Here it is, my bold highlighter. Yeah, all that's in, is highlighted. Testing the spoken word. If you receive a word and you are not sure whether it came from God, self, or the enemy, remember all those three voices are speaking, God, self, and the enemy, first, search the scripture to see what the Bible has to say about it. You might want to start with with a good concordance, and that's number two, search the scripture, check the concordance out, and look up the words. See, again, when we start to study, you will find out when you start to study, that's one of the benefits. And, and again, uh, I tell folks all the time, uh, it could have been you as the pastor, not me. It, it very well could have been you. However, God knows with this assignment and the way he, watch this, the way he has wired me, 
thank God for me being a pastor, it keeps me digging in the Word. Sometimes when I wouldn't dig in the Word, I may get caught up doing something else, and it may just be um, um, just doing chores. I meant fixing on the house, uh, uh, plumbing work, electrical work. You know, whatever it is, you know, I'm looking at a YouTube video, and I find myself, I'm working on the car. But guess what? God called me the pastor. And, and again, some people may be more spiritual than I am. They may know, know more about the, the mind of God than I do. So they know exactly why God called them. For me, I know the way he wired me and things that I'm attracted to, many times, watch this, many times they're not the priority. But I find myself spending time doing them. And he says, listen, that's my son. His grandmother, his mother prayed for him. His father prayed for him. And because they are prayers, I'm going to honor their prayers. But in order to bring him in, he's going to have to preach and teach this thing because guess what? He's not going to dig in the word all the time. This preaching and teaching causes me to have to, even when it's not just, oh, God, I just want to be close to you. No, 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 I've got to get into this word. Why? Because I've got to preach and teach. First, look up the word. Second, be in the concordance. Drop down to the bottom portion. Um, and that fifth, I think it's about the fifth paragraph down, one, two, three, four, five. Listen. It says, I went into an encyclopedia. First, look at it in the scripture and pray, 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 pray. Look it up in a concordance. Look it up in an encyclopedia. Read about it, okay? Was the Lord calling me into intercession to help carry a man or a man's burden? This is a question that sometimes comes to our mind. It was sometime before this was confirmed, and I realized God was calling me to carry both the man and the burden at various times in prayer. So when the Lord lays somebody on your heart and you're starting to, to ask questions, and let me tell you something, you can write down a note and then you can research it in your own mind. Many times you're asking the wrong question, and one of the questions that you've got to be careful with is asking God why. You may not understand why. You may not see what God is doing in your own finite mind, but God is working on something, and later on he'll reveal to you. When he reveals to you, guess what? That's God's timing. That's a respect that we've got to have for God. You don't question. Now, again, some folks, they, t they pick up a different um, mentality. they got a different philosophy. Yes, I'm asking God, and I ask God. I can talk to God. And, okay, fine, if that works for you. My encouragement to you is to reverence God enough that he knows what he's doing. To know God, watch this, know God enough that you know his voice. Where you're not moving if you're not sure. And if you need to move, God has a way. You better look at the Bible. God has a way of getting you to do what he told you to do if you're not doing it. Good God Almighty. Watch this. He says, Jonah, go to Nineveh. Jonah went to Tarshish. Jonah went to Nineveh. Y'all know the story. Guidelines, bottom of page 84, guidelines for hearing the voice of God. Come on now. Guidelines for hearing the voice of God. Guideline number one, bind the voice of the enemy. Bind the voice of the enemy. I'm going to say it again. Bind the voice of the enemy. Now watch what happens. It says before you start praying, 
before you start to pray, bind his voice. Do this in the name of Jesus. Then trust the Holy Spirit. Now watch this. I'm reading it because that's Elizabeth L's. I'm believing that the believer has the confidence that the voice of the enemy has no impact on me, and I know his voice. I very rarely bind the voice of the enemy. However, for you and Elizabeth Elves, it may work. That might be your productivity in this thing called a warfare. For me, my confidence is, no, 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 I'm not listening to no devil. I might get in the way, and God knows how to deal with me. I'm his child. I don't do that. However, this is for some folks, this is what you need before you get started because you got a bunch of confusion going on. <laughs> I heard the song, Ball of Confusion. <laughs> there we go. That's what's going on in our mind. And do it in the name of Jesus. Trust the Holy Spirit. He will lead you and guide you into all truth. See, that's where I stay. That's why a lot of my prayers is not a request. It's a thank you, Jesus. I thank you, God, for protecting my family. I thank you, God, for providing. No, I'm not praying, God, will you please provide for my family today. I'm trusting that what God told me in his word, that stands true. Watch this. And it's, he's faithful to perform exactly what he said he would do. If he said he would do it, he's going to do it, and he's going to continue to do it until the day of Jesus Christ. All right, flip real quick. We're going to look at these scriptures. Uh, we're going to look at James, and it's going to be chapter 4. All right, I'm going to say James. Okay, James chapter 4, and we're going to look at 7 and 8. All right? Watch this. It says, submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Now, again, when, when you look at the scripture, the Bible says resist. Elizabeth L. says bind. It's, it's okay. It's okay. We don't have to be cookie cutter. Everything that I do, you do. That's what I believe caused a lot of the denominations to get started because you didn't do it the exact same way I did. No, no, no. If that works for you, do it. If they're casting out demons in Jesus' name and they're not with us, listen, let them keep going. they got to have some kind of relationship in order for the demon to leave when they say leave. So if they're doing it, guess what? Leave them alone. If you're binding the name and this other person is resisting and I'm just moving on with my prayer, hey, whatever works. If that works for you and you got a relationship with, the, the, uh, with Jesus Christ, then guess what? Keep it moving. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God, he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinner. Purify your heart, see double-minded. That's the scripture. James chapter 4, 7 and 8. Submit, here go to the next one. Submit yourselves, submit your own will to, I'm sorry, submit your own will and reasoning to the Holy Spirit. I know, you know it, I'm all over it. The, the will of God, it's the will of God. Get your will out of the way and let God's will be God's will. It says, get your own will. I didn't write the book. I didn't study it prior to, and then I'm trying to use it to coerce you or convince you or browbeat you or, or guilt trip you 
into doing things my no 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 you will find out that the will of god is the confident of watch this the confident believer the will of god is the confidence of the confident i know god knows what's best for us i know god knows what's best for this world i know god knows how to bring them in that's why we are where we are because God is bringing them in. He's bringing in those who need to come in in this last and evil day. Many times your own will will, watch this, and reasoning, your own will and reasoning get in the way of what the Spirit of the Lord wants to share with you or communicate to you. Proverbs chapter 3. Watch this. Proverbs. Got it? Chapter 3, verse what? Verse number 5. Proverbs 3 and 5, what does it say? Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not unto your own understanding. Lean not to your own understanding, right? James chapter 4, did we just do that? 4, 7, and 8, we just read that one. Highlight it. Write it down. Number 2 is submit your own will and reasoning to the Holy Spirit. Number 3 I'm, I'm calling numbers, and I don't have numbers, and the next thing you know, I'm going to be messed up. Two, three, four. Let's see. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 10, 11, 12. Wow. 13. I didn't know that. I do now. Okay, keep it moving. Where are we at? Number three, turn off. Turn off your own problems. And many of us, that's our challenge. That's what I talk about, these four and no more. That's what I talk about. You, you got an agenda. You got a POA, a plan of action. You've got things that you've already thought about two days ago that you was going to do on Wednesday morning. You've got a plan of action. And let me tell you something. God has a way of drop. Good God Almighty. He has a way of dropping wisdom on you where you would take additional steps to do what you got to do. I had a project to do today. I said, I'm going to try to do it in an hour. You know, I'm usually a little bit unreasonable in the amount of time that I can do something because I've got high expectations that God is going to drop something on me and I'm going to be able to accomplish it. Watch this. Then after I got to almost where it was one hour, it's no way I'm going to finish this in one hour. It's no way. It was no way I was going to be able to do it with the things that I was doing. But check this out. I said now it's going to end up taking me two hours. God dropped wisdom on me. Instead of taking the long route around, and then particularly when I was starting to move the items into their final location, instead of putting them all the way away, I left them in the storage area. Instead of going out the front door, I went out the side door, which saved me so many steps. I didn't know to do that, but guess what? While I was in the midst, I'm trying to tell y'all I'm God's favorite. I'm God's favorite. He just takes care. Oh, my God. He takes care of me. And you've got to learn to acknowledge that was God that wasn't me. That was God that wasn't my wisdom. That was God. It wasn't my idea. All right? Keep it moving. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So it says, turn off your own problems. Watch having that agenda. Uh, Psalms, what do we have here? I love the Psalms, and that Psalm, Psalm 37, is one of my favorite. Psalm 37 and 5, help me, God. 37 and 5 says, commit that way unto the Lord. 
trust also in him, and he will do what? He'll bring it to pass. Depend on the Lord. Trust in him, and he will help you. That's the easy to read. Turn off your problems. Trust God. He's got you. All right? Proverbs 3 and 5. Proverbs 3 and 5. That's another one. We've already read it. Keep it moving. Number four, give your undivided attention to God's word. First thing in the morning, let me tell you something. I wrestle with myself to make, uh uh-oh, don't do that. I want to read the word first. Don't do that. Sometimes I may pick up my phone. Oh, let me see this. What time was this? What time was that? What, when did this happen? Oh, did that, did that guy testify? Oh, he's going to testify today. Okay. Okay. Oh, come on now. Get down there to the Word. I want the Word to be first. Give that, un- watch this, undivided attention to the Word. Focus your attention. Your me- it's a mental effort. Focus it on the Word. The more revelation of God's word you have, the more of a threat you will be to the kingdom of darkness. Can I say it again? The more revelation of God's word that you get, the more threat you're going to be to the kingdom of darkness. Psalms 37 and 7. Psalms 37 and 7. Now, we're already there. I'm just going to change that real quick to a seven. Bam, and let's read. This is number four, folks. Give your undivided attention to God's word. Rest in the Lord. Wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Listen, can you get focused on the word of God? Well, you know, you got some people, listen, all they want to do is rehearse the problem. If that's, listen, once they finish with that problem, hold on, I got another one I want to tell you about. I got another problem and another problem. Listen, focus on the word. And the word, watch this, the word is a solution. It's not a problem. Good God Almighty. The word is a solution. It's not a problem. The word is a problem solver. The word is a problem breaker, destroyer, pulverizer. Give your undivided attention to the word. Here we go. It says, watch this, number five. Limit your own talking. Again, when you're focusing on the will of God, then then you're going to find out that guess what? God is going to really focus in on you. You stop talking, God's going to start talking even more. Take time, watch this, take time to be still. Wait on him. That's all I'm saying. Limit, limit your talking, be still, and we've talked about it before. Sometimes you want to be still. You got your different times you want to be still. Listen, let God tell you. And many times, some, you know, I will come down here into the study, and when I get in the study, guess what I'm going to do? I'm just, sometimes I'm going to sit there. Sometimes it's no music. Sometimes I want music, but I feel it. No music. Thank you, Holy Ghost. No music. Psalm 37 and 5, I read it already. Wait, number 6, write it down. Write it down. Listen, God is going to be talking to you, and if you, if you really reverence it, write it down. You'll see God will start linking things together. Write it down. The Spirit of the Lord will speak to you in your mind. Write them down. I don't know any other way. What else do we need to say? Write it down. 
If you believe it was God, write it down. Number seven, don't argue mentally. I hope y'all hear it. Listen, limit your talking. Um, uh, what was the other one? Turn off your problems. Submit your own will. You see, it's kind of got that central theme. Get out of the way. Get out of God's way. Get out of God's way. Don't argue. God will give you, watch this, confirmation. That's when you start checking these written notes, you start writing stuff down, the stuff that you wrote down, you start checking, and you will find out God will give you a confirmation. And y'all know I'm big on confirmation. When it comes to me and God, it's so much craziness going on in the church. It's so much craziness going on in the world. I got to hear from God. This me and God. He said he loved me. He said his son died for me. He, and I'm not talking about he died for the church and just as a church. Me individually, he died for me. This is the testimony that you've got to have. My confidence is not in the body, in the, in the, 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 the body called the church. It's in Christ. It's in the body of Christ. It's, and when I say the church, I'm not talking about a building. I'm not talking about an organization. I'm talking about an organism. I'm a part and that's why, again, I want to be on one accord with all the believers. How can we do that? You keep researching it, and God will tell you. Don't have these mental arguments, okay? Philippians chapter 2. Let's run there. Philippians chapter 2. What verse? Verse number 5. Help me, God. Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. How are you going to argue? And you got the mind of Christ. Number eight, wait upon the Lord. Wait upon the Lord. Wait upon the Lord for interpretation. Don't try to figure it out. Figure out impressions when you receive them. Wait upon the timing, watch this, in the wisdom of the Lord. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Wait on the timing and the wisdom of the Lord. I'm telling you, I had to tell the congregation on Sunday. I said, when I get on the phone on Wednesday, listen, I got to tell the, the folks on the Wednesday night Bible study. Last Wednesday, I'm talking about the, the soul, and I'm talking about uh, uh, the makeup of the soul is your spirit. It's your spirit. That's your soul. Now, it may be a spiritual, uh, the soul, the soulless nature may be spiritual, but it's not just your spirit. I looked it up. That next morning, I'm, I'm, not even, I'm not even on that topic. The Holy Spirit allows me to touch a video. I'm looking at it for a whole nother reason. And Miles Monroe was teaching on the soul. He said, the soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions. I look it up, the elements of the soul. I looked it up before. Couldn't find anything. You know what I've learned to do? Listen, get comfortable. Get comfortable waiting. What are we talking about? We're talking about number eight, where it talks about timing and wisdom. Waiting on God. If it's not there, don't rush it. I apologize, Father. I moved too fast. He had to check me the next morning. He checked me. 
He didn't do it. And he didn't do it on a Bible study call. You know how when they messed up and they went down into the cellar and they got the kings, uh, the the priestly um, cups and things out. And next thing you know, he was writing the handwriting on the wall. He had to check them right there and put them in their place. He, you remember when Moses uh, uh, hit the rock instead of speaking to the rock? And he said, listen, you're not going into, no, he didn't do me like that. Next morning, he let it be subtle. And I'm saying, Lord, I'm sorry. I'm talking about your spirit, and no, it's not right. That's not right. It's a, it's a, it's a threefold. Mind, your will, and your emotions make up your soul. You can look it up. Your mind, your will, and your emotions. So don't, listen, be patient and wait on this thing. God's going to reveal it to you, all right? Don't argue. Wait. Number seven was don't argue mentally. Wait on the Lord is number eight. Wait on the Lord for the interpretation. What do we say? Psalms 37 and 7. Psalms 27 and 14. I want to look up Psalms 27. Okay, you know what? I'm leaving it like that. Thank you, Lord. I'm leaving 37 and 7. Oh, yeah. And also look at Daniel chapter 2. Daniel chapter 2, 22 and 23, 28 and 30. I'm going to do it one more time. Daniel chapter 2, 22 and 23, 28 and 30. Just some references. You can look it up. It's important. Wait on the Lord. Don't get in a hurry. Number nine, funny I would say that, thank you, Holy Ghost, don't get ahead or lag behind of the Holy Spirit. Many times, listen, we try to, just like I said, it, your soul is your spirit running ahead. Slow down. He didn't say it's time. The soul to be revealed about the soul, it wasn't time yet. Wait. At the same time, while you're rushing ahead, sometimes you're lagging behind. That person's soul relies on you being there and sometimes witnessing by either talking to them about the four spiritual laws or the Romans' role or by you being there and being an example that somebody can see and start to say, you know what, I love this thing called Christ because if that person right there is a representation of what it's like to be in Christ, that's where I want to be. I want to be like them. You know when you go to Chick-fil-A and you hear them say, my pleasure, you say, wow, I wish all restaurants was like, I wish all of them were saying, my pleasure. I ran through McDonald's today. And and when I was going through, uh, the first lady, the, the matter of fact, because in my car, my car gave her problems. She was the sweetest little Hispanic lady. The next lady who handed the food, uh, the first part of the food out the window, uh, she was very, very nice, very, very pleasant. But the third young lady who came out the door to pass me the food, she she looked like uh, she was the <laughs> the opposite team the opposite uh, team member or the opposite team of a volleyball game, and she was uh, trying to spike the ball and and get back inside to more important people. She didn't give me that my pleasure kind of mentality. When folks run into Christians, good God Almighty. When they run into Christians, they ought to experience, you know what? That's how I want to be. Don't get ahead of them and don't lag behind. Watch this. Wait until you know he is through. 
You don't want to lag behind. You don't want to run ahead. Don't try to make things happen. Help me, God. The mind of a man's, the mind of a man's plans, plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. The mind of a man plans his way, but the Lord directs his step. Another scripture. Look at Second Peter chapter three, verse number nine. All right. Here we go. Keep it moving. Be trustworthy. Number 10, be trustworthy. The more he can trust you, we're talking about the Lord, with the deep and intimate things, the more he will entrust to you. If he can trust you, he will entrust to you. If he can trust you, he will entrust to you. He can't trust you, that's why you ain't getting nothing. Keep being faithful. Keep, keep praising him. Keep loving on him. When he trusts you, he'll entrust more to you. Isaiah chapter 45, verse number 3. Can I go there real quick? Isaiah chapter 45, verse number 3. I'm working on obedience. That's why I skip. When you see me skip a scripture, it's because I didn't have it, and I'm supposed to keep it moving. And if that's the way it was laid out, that's the way I'm going to do it. Okay, what did I just do? Isaiah. And I said 45, right? Number three, why is that doing that? But, oh, because I don't have numlock on. Thank you, Holy Ghost. 45, three. Now I'm not even going back to that keypad. And I will give thee the treasures, the treasures of darkness and the hidden riches of the secret places that thou mayest know that I, the Lord, which call thee by thy name, am the God of Israel. What does he do? He's going to fortify. He's going to undergird. He's going to underpin you. He's going to give you that strength. And it's going to be, why? Because you trust him. You got to be trustworthy. And then he trusts you. All right? Number 11. The Holy Spirit speaks through music. I was sharing with the congregation on Sunday. Deacon Shepherdson is always, I'm telling you, it's just about every Sunday. We're in there. I might be up in the study. She's in uh, moving around throughout the building, and when she's moving, I can tell where she's at. Why? Because there's a song on her lips. She's singing a song, and, and many times it, it's not a song. It, it, it may not be one of the songs, my song. It's her song. God speaks through music. Listen to the words. Many times he may, listen, um, who is it, Anthony Brown? Anthony Brown's got this thing about deserve. It's a song about uh, what I deserve, the punishment I deserve. He took it. Oh, it's a very powerful song. I'm, I'm, I, the melody and everything, I will butcher it right now if I tried to do it. But, but it's a very powerful, Anthony Brown, deserved. Is, is the song. Listen to the words. During the day, it could, watch this, it could be the very key you will need to build your faith and lead you to victory. Listen to the words. Play that song over and over again. That's number 11. Number 12, pay attention to your dreams. Pay attention to your dreams. Pastor, what are we talking about tonight? I haven't heard. What, what is this list? This is, watch this, guidelines for hearing the voice of God. 
guidelines for hearing the voice of God. You've got to be able to hear his. So what do you do? These are all different things that's going to help you so you can hear his voice. See, some people satisfied with not hearing from God. They're just like the Israelites when they say, no, nah, Moses, you go up on the mountain, let God talk to you, and then you talk to us. I don't want to hear directly from God. Well, I don't know about you, but in this day and age, with the priests doing what they're doing, pastors doing what they're doing, Bible scholars doing what they're doing, listen, and with all these other religions, I want to hear from God. Thank you, Lord, for the way you speak to me. Thank you, God. He does it sometimes through, through music. That's number 11. Number 12, pay attention to your dreams. Dreams and visions. They're word pictures. And you better understand this. All dreams are not from God. That's why you got to know his voice. Remember to write them down. There's a vision right now. There was a dream I had years ago, and as soon I wrote it down, matter of fact, the picture that I saw was a birdcage, and it had this opening in it, and, and I sat and drew it and then wrote down what, it, what I experienced. It was a very powerful dream. Don't get too many of them. I don't. But when I got that one, I wrote it down. It's in my book. Write them down. Even if you do not understand the dream, write it down. You will think it means whatever you think it means to you. Now, journaling is in Chapter 6. Journaling is in Chapter 6. All right? Number 13. Number 13. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Number 13. It says, don't be... Help me, God. Thank you, Lord. Did I do that right? 12? Yep, 13. Don't be afraid of silence. Don't be afraid of silence. Sometimes the Lord is silent. And I'm going to tell you, it messes folks up. It really messes folks up. Thank you, Lord. When God gets silent, some folks will lose it like they don't have a relationship with God because he was speaking to them regularly, and as soon as he gets silent, they lose their mind. I believe it's like a pressure test, and God allows it. I'm not saying God brings it on. I'm not saying God conjured it up. It's not his idea, but he does allow it. And when he allows it, you better understand, God is not, I don't believe, when you're his child, he's not setting you, good God Almighty, he's not setting you up for failure, he's setting you up for victory. He's setting you up like he set Job up, and he allowed things to happen in his life, and the outcome was that Job got twice as much in the end of the, the trial, the tribulations, the circumstances, situations that he had to go through, he got twice as much at the end as he had in the beginning. And he was already a very wealthy man. You've got to understand God is not against you. That's the time for you to dig in. 
That's the time for you to go into your praise. That's the time for you to go into your meditation. That's the time for you to start rehearsing the scriptures that you have embedded. See, many times you don't have a, a scripture. You don't have a trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. In all my ways, acknowledge him. He's going he's gonna to protect. He's going to direct my path. Thank you, Holy Ghost. You don't have the, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge, my fortress, my God, and him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver me from the snare of the fowler. That's, that's the confidence. Listen, I just start rehearsing what God already told me. It looks, the situation, that looks crazy. Why in the world is she doing that? Why is he doing this? And I'm talking to the, talking to the Lord. I'm, I'm doing what he wants me to do. I'm, I'm yielding my voice to him. God, do whatever you want to do in this earth atmosphere. Let thy will be done. I go back to speaking in tongues, and I really believe, I'm like Paul, I speak in tongues more than any of you. I'm, I'm more so than anybody. Why? Because I understand this between me and God. I'm not trying to be super spiritual with you. I'm not trying to up you one that I'm more spiritual than you. This between me and my father. And I'm encouraging you for you to have that kind of relationship so God can again to know your spirit. You got to reveal your spirit to him. And when you reveal to God, it's all about you as far as I'm concerned. It's not about me. It's not about me having a big name. It's not about me getting this or getting that. It's about you. It's about your will being done. And that's what it is when you go in the spirit, God is looking and saying, no, you're going in the spirit because you're trying to impress people. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. That wasn't about God. That was about people. God is not looking for folks that's trying to be up front. And many times you'll find out that the people that he pulled was people who did not want to be up front. Come on, just do this, the research yourself. Do your own Bible study. Come on, let's keep it moving. It says here, did I give a scripture? Pay attention to your dreams. We did that. Don't be afraid. Let's stay there. Don't be afraid of silence. Keep doing, watch this, keep doing what he told you to do. Keep doing what you know and you've read in the scripture that you're supposed to be doing. Many times, again, I'm believing that uh, there's some type of, of, of magnetic force, and, and it may not be full-fledged all-timers, but it's, it's some type of Bible elimination thing where you don't remember what you already knew. Sometimes the Lord is silent. Don't be upset. If you don't hear anything when you pray, when you, watch this, when you have your heart clean, good God Almighty, before him, then there is nothing wrong. He just desires that you come and bask in his presence because you love him. And sometimes we lie. You say, Lord, I love you, Lord, I love you. You're emotional, and, and you're just an emotional person, period. You ain't got to say, you could just say cupcake and, who oh, cupcake. Yeah. Oh, that cupcake was good. It's because you're an emotional person. You cry over, I mean, the drop of a head, you start crying. 
and people know that about themselves. And then they affiliate it with God. I love you, Lord. Then God has to show you, no, you don't. You're just emotional. And when, and when, when he leaves me, when tough things happen, listen, I'm not blaming him. I'm looking for the God in it. Other day, I'm rushing, got an appointment to go to. I'm rushing. Guess what? Get pulled over by the police. While the police was going back to his car, I looked at the police officer walking back to the car. My uh, attitude wanted to kick in, and I said, what you going to do while you wait? I just said, you know what? I might as well just pray in the spirit. I'm sitting in the car praying. He come back to the car and say, all right, sir, have a nice day. This is a warning. Thank you, God. See, you start to see God in everything. No, 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 you're not cussing God out as soon as you get pulled over and you see that you ain't got the faith that you said you have. Later on the same day, I'm parking the car, and while I'm parking, somebody tries to squeeze by me, and I'm boom, I'm in an accident. Ticket in the morning, accident in the afternoon. I get out, look at their car, really don't even look at my car. When I look at my car, I'm saying, where's the damage? I felt the car shake. They ran into my car. Where is the damage? Because you start to see God in everything. I'm like, God, I'm your favorite. You even let me have a cool accident when my car not tore up. Thank you, God. You start to see. See, that's when God is silent. He may not be saying anything. He may be letting things happen in your life, but you learn to start to look for him in everything that's going on. Thank you, Holy Ghost. And the part that I really love is when it says, when you have your heart clean. Now, I don't know about you. Maybe you're taking uh, some type of medicine to clean your heart, but I'm telling you, your heart is your deep thoughts. God is looking at the things that you allow to sink deep into you. That's your deep thoughts. That's that subconscious mind that you really, really, these are things that you hold dear. That's why I say I'm not looking at the ex outward appearance. I'm looking at your heart. I'm looking at your deep thoughts. And your deep thoughts are dirty. Your deep thoughts are confusing. Your deep thoughts are, guess what, on something totally different than the word of God and the things of God. He says, when you have, this is what Elizabeth Ells wrote, when you have your heart clean before him, we say a clean heart. It says a heart clean before him. Be still and know that he is God. The Holy Spirit is the one who leads us into God's truth. Watch this. And when the Holy Spirit speaks, his voice is unique to each individual. Good God Almighty, I hope you hear it. We got to stop trying to make God a cookie cutter. Stop making God a cookie cutter. I didn't have it highlighted, so I'm pausing because I had to highlight it. Thus, the more you understand the Holy Spirit personality through you and others, the more clearly you will be able to do what? Discern God's truth. Wow. Is that something? Is that something? See, what, what God was doing with me tonight, and, and I know y'all said, wow, Pastor, 
uh, uh, you rolling tonight. You normally just be, you know, taking one little uh, paragraph. Don't tell me what God can't do. Don't tell me what God can't do. I put the times on the side of the paper, and guess what? Matter of fact, the last time was 750. I would be right here, and it's 743, and I'm done. Don't tell me what God can't do. No, 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 no. You got to understand, the gift is subject to the prophet. Some people try to act like they're out of control or the Holy Spirit did this. Holy... It's subject to the prophet. If you want to get through it, you can get through it. Whatever it is, you put it in God's hand, and guess what? Pray. Seek his face, and you're going to find out God will do what he said he was going to do. You can do it. You can accomplish it. It can be done by the grace of, excuse me, by the grace of God. Amen? Amen. All right, saints of God, thank you so much. I know you're sitting there with tiptoe anticipation. You got 15 more minutes of Bible study. No, you don't. You got 15 more minutes of meditation. You got 15 more minutes of Selah. Sit there and meditate on what God spoke in the Bible study tonight or whatever you choose by the power of the Holy Spirit. God bless you. Thank you for being on the call, and I look forward, uh, God willing, what I, where is this at? This is the 27th. Friday night. Uh, Friday night. Thank you, sweetie. Friday night. That's going to be March the 1st. Friday night. Ah, we're going to have the first session. I believe the title is Walking in Her Shoes. Walking in Her Shoes. Mount Enon Missionary Baptist Church, 329 34th Street, walking in her shoes. And let me tell you something. I believe that this is going to be a blessed time. Uh, who do we have? Episode one is going to be my brother's keeper, the story of Miriam, Miriam, and that's going to be Reverend Alice Faye Warren. And then episode two, the woman, watch this, the woman with the bad rap, the story of Bathsheba. If you're in the area, if you got to catch a plane, a train, or a bus, get down to 329 34th Street, Southeast Washington, D.C., for Walking in Her Shoes. Doors going to, it starts at 7.30. Doors are going to open at 6.30. Doors are going to open at 7.00. And we've got uh, Reverend Alice Faye Warren doing episode one and Sister Amber Johnson doing episode, you don't want to miss it. She's doing episode two. All right? God bless you, Father, right now in the name of Jesus. We just thank you and praise you for all that you're doing in our lives. We thank you, O oh God, for having an individual relationship with us. Now we pray that you have your way. Do what you want to do just as long as you want to. In Jesus' name, somebody say amen. I know y'all heard that bark right after that. Help me, Lord.